Good morning. This is Send 7 World News in 7 Minutes. I'm Stephen Devincenzi. Today is Friday, the 25th of March, 2022. Starting in Europe today. In Belgium, leaders from NATO countries met yesterday. United States President Joe Biden said that NATO would respond if Russian President Vladimir Putin uses chemical weapons in Ukraine. We would respond. We would respond if he uses it. The nature of the response would depend on the nature of the use. United Kingdom Prime Minister Boris Johnson said that the use of chemical weapons would be catastrophic for Russia. German Chancellor Olaf Scholz said that Russia may be preparing false information in order to justify using chemical weapons. Polish Prime Minister Mateusz Marowiecki said that Russia is trying to re-establish the empire of evil in a reference to the Soviet Union. NATO head Jens Stoltenberg said that defences would be increased in the east of the NATO area. Australia's Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, said yesterday that Russian President Vladimir Putin shouldn't attend the G20 conference in Indonesia this year. Russia has invaded the Ukraine, has invaded Ukraine. I mean, this is a violent an aggressive act that shatters the international rule of law. And the idea of sitting around a table with Vladimir Putin, um, who the United States um, are already uh, in the position of calling out war crimes in Ukraine, for me, um, is, 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 a, is a step too far. Ukraine and Russia have exchanged prisoners of war for the first time. Ten soldiers from each side were swapped yesterday. Russia is continuing to massively bomb Mariupol and Kharkiv. However, it appears that the Russian army has not made much progress in capturing land in the last week, and some reports say that the Russian army is having problems with its supply lines and the morale of soldiers. A Russian ship was sunk by Ukrainians in the port of Berdyansk, which was captured by Russia over three weeks ago. The United States said yesterday that it would welcome 100,000 Ukrainian refugees and would give $1 billion to countries that are receiving the most refugees. The United Nations said yesterday that it had documented the deaths of over a thousand civilians, and also said that over half of the 7.5 million children in Ukraine have been displaced by the war. At the United Nations General Assembly, 140 countries criticised Russia's invasion yesterday. Only five countries supported it – Russia, Syria, North Korea, Eritrea and Belarus. Yesterday, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky spoke at the NATO conference, where he asked for NATO to give Ukraine fighter aeroplanes. 
he also released a video where he spoke in English, asking people around the world to protest against the Russian invasion. This is only the beginning for Russia on the Ukrainian land. Russia is trying to defeat the freedom of all people in Europe, of all the people in the world. It tries to show that only crude and cruel force matters. It tries to show that people do not matter as well as everything else than make us people. Show your standing. Come from your offices, your homes, your schools and universities. Come in the name of peace. Come with Ukrainian symbols to support Ukraine, to support freedom, to support life. Asia. North Korea tested its largest ever intercontinental ballistic missile yesterday. Japan's Prime Minister, Fumio Kishida, called the test unforgivable. Pakistan's Prime Minister, Imran Khan, has said that he won't resign after around 20 of his party's members of parliament defected last week. A no-confidence vote is expected next week. Africa. In Somalia, at least 48 people have been killed in bomb attacks. Female MP Amina Mohamed Abdi died while campaigning in central Somalia. Islamist jihadist group Al-Shabaab claimed responsibility. Ethiopia's government has declared a ceasefire in its war with forces from the Tigray region. The government said that the truce would help to allow humanitarian aid to pass into Tigray, and asked Tigray forces to leave areas outside of Tigray. Americas. In the United States, the company Uber has made a deal with New York City's traditional yellow taxis. Later this year, taxis will appear in the Uber app. And in Peru, Machu Picchu is not really called Machu Picchu, according to historians. Machu Picchu is an Incan citadel, which is almost 700 years old, and was made famous by explorations around a hundred years ago. However, an academic paper by a Peruvian historian and US archaeologist says that historical records originally referred to the area as Huayna Picchu. That's your world news in seven minutes. If you enjoy Send7 podcasts, then please recommend it to your friends. I'm Stephen Devincenzi. Have a great weekend, and I will see you on Monday.